0: Welcome to the Cosmic Reality Radio Show with Nancy Hopkins, Walt Silva, and Dolly Howard. This is a production of Cosmic Reality Radio. And welcome to the Cosmic Reality Radio Show. Was there an echo back on that? Because I forgot to push the mute button. Did you have any echoing, Walt?
1: Nope, no in here.
0: Okie dokie. All right, good. It's February 15th, 2022. My name is Nancy Hopkins. With me is Walt Silva, Dolly Howard, and Nick D. Um, okay, so Dolly, I'm going to start with you because... You haven't been on the show in a couple of weeks because you've been sick, very sick. Uh, you want to just say hi or, you know, talk to people? You got a message? You- hi, every-
2: hi everybody. I've missed, I've missed y'all. Uh, I wanted to come on, but I couldn't. And I figured y'all would understand. I'd be on when I can. I got nothing exciting to tell you, though. I'm done.
0: Oh, that was it? Okay. <laughs> uh, yeah, well, we missed you, but I'm glad that you're here now. So, um, Okay, so, Walt, um, we had you on Shungite this morning, and that was a fascinating show. Nick, did you catch that with the scalar waves?
3: No, I missed it. I'm going to re- listen to the replay uh, later on
0: yeah it was a it was a good uh a good session let's put it that way um and Nick is here and Nick has got lots of things to talk about because of course we got the trucker situation occurring and um Nick, maybe you just want to give a r- overview of of what's been happening and where we are now can you you feel comfortable doing that
3: yeah a little bit uh well, good evening thanks for having me again. It's nice to be back with you guys. And hi, Dolly. I hope you are feeling better. Um, trucker situation. Uh, I've watched a few uh, videos made by citizen journalists, and we're up to like. There's one guy I've been watching. Uh, this lawyer from Montreal who's become a um, a YouTuber. His name is a uh, his YouTube name is Viva Fry. He's been filming. Uh, like three hour segments nonstop for several days in ottawa interviewing people and showing what's happening and it's mostly uh, very peaceful very loving very uh respectful protest and uh, i'm not watching the msm apparently msm is reporting the opposite surprise surprise And uh, yeah, Trudeau yesterday uh, came out saying that uh, he needed to invoke this emergency law that was never invoked or maybe once by his father in the 70s. Um, An emergency law basically forcing... um, It's almost like martial law. And he's giving himself the power to seize the bank accounts of uh, whoever he deems uh, terrorists, people financing terrorism, that's uh giving uh, money to give send go for the truckers. If you support the truckers, you can get your bank account seized and all all, all a bunch of crazy stuff. Um today I was listening to that that I'm lawyer Tuckerless, again. He was discussing like- with a second lawyer about the um the if it's if this whole thing is legal and they went through the uh, the the law in question. And apparently, it's it doesn't qualify. He, like Trudeau is not allowed to, to put this emergency law up front right now because it doesn't qualify. It doesn't um, doesn't answer the uh, the conditions, um, the emergency conditions. I mean, this is a peaceful protest. There's no nothing. That justifies the emergency thing. So, yeah, I can't wait to see in about a week. I think it's going to be debated in the uh, in the parliament. And I i can't wait to see what's going to happen with this, if it's going to be rejected. Because some, some prime ministers of uh, certain provinces said that they don't need that emergency law, that the protests can be handled by police. And uh, it's
1: like trying to kill a fly with a bazooka or even a nuke. But it's, it's, wouldn't it be... Uh Nick, let me ask you a question. At yep. this time, wouldn't it be easier and simpler for Trudeau to get a T-shirt that says, yes, I am guilty? Because this that, this overreaction of trying to kill a mosquito with a bazooka smacks, it's, it screams out loud, yes, I am guilty of everything I'm accused. Because you have a group of people. They have a peaceful protest. And all they want to do is talk to you and ask you to remove the mandates. And you're overreacting, like the entire country is being invaded from space. So that smacks right there. I'm guilty. I'm guilty of, of everything. I'm being accused. That's why I need to over- react this way because th- that's not a response to a peaceful protest. No, and say- <laughs> the whole—I mean, he's painting himself last night.
2: Uh, sorry, Dolly. You guys. On Tucker last night, they were talking about how Trudeau did uh, declare military law. He he says he's taken over the country, and he's going to do all those things he said he was going to do. And Tucker had some people on who were talking about it, and they said, yes, he had done it. Yes. Yesterday he did it, supposedly.
3: Well, from what I understood uh, when I was listening to those two lawyers earlier today is that it's his intention, Trudeau's intention to, to bring forth this emergency law. But it needs to be debated uh, in, in the parliament or something. And I think they have like a week, uh, one week delay or something to discuss it. Or um, That's what I understood from from these two lawyers. Uh, but he's getting a lot of pushback and the, the whole his whole reaction, just like Walt said, everything he did is is a, a step closer to painting himself in the corner even more and more and more. I mean, the truckers had a couple of um press conferences where they said they they never heard from Trudeau, nobody came forth to discuss with them or there was zero communications between the truckers representatives and the government there was nothing all there was was these press things that Trudeau came and said oh it's a, a bunch of racist misogynist Nazis blah 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 the whole nine yards and that's all he said and then he, he retreated. He was nowhere to be found for several days, and now he came out with this thing about, the, oh, we need the emergency law because uh, it's it's out of control, and uh, uh, yeah, it's it's just crazy. It just doesn't make sense. And I was a bit in a bit of a shock yesterday because it's kind of extreme. I mean, we're getting closer and closer to a, like a dictatorship because if this goes. If this law passes, I mean, it's no holds barred dictatorship, uh, seizing people's bank accounts, and, and he's going to shut all his political opponents. Uh, his dad, his supposed dad, Pierre-Eliot Trudeau, did the same thing in the 70s when he invoked the, uh, the I think there was martial law in the 70s here in Quebec, because they, there was a, a separatist group that was uh, a, a kind of extremist. They They... Uh, they kidnapped people. There was a couple of, uh, I think, a couple of guys that were killed, murdered. Uh, there was bombs. A couple of bombs were placed in mailboxes. So they invoked the uh, martial law back then, was was kind of justified because he had bombs blowing up on the streets and, and people getting kidnapped. But at the same time, I heard that uh, Pierre-Eliot Trudeau, the, the Justin's supposed father, uh, he also took the opportunity to shut down is uh, political opponents since he had these special powers and a lot of analysts that i've heard said the same thing that justin is doing this is is lining up things to kind of do the same thing to shut off is is all the opponents all the um, people talking against him. now anybody that he deems uh, a, a terrorist which could be anybody now uh, you could get your bank account seized, you can get your insurance uh, cancelled, and uh, I think you can be arrested as well. It's crazy. I'm I'm still under a bit of a shock, but yeah, that's, that's the situation now. And the truckers, all the videos I've seen again, it's all peaceful protest. Um, families with kids, they had l- those um, inflatable castles for kids to jump on, and they had kids game. And this weekend was a big party they had techno music people dancing uh, all day long they had speeches i just don't get it it's so obvious the universe is showing us like the two sides of the coin like we've never seen it before and i'm thinking again about what walt said last week um about doreen dotan and her message that gaia is not supporting any negative things anymore um I believe this whole thing with Trudeau is gonna, it's going to blow up in his face. He's going to have so much pushback that it's going to something's going to happen. Uh, Tomorrow is going to be full moon, by the way, and uh, yeah, maybe all those energies put together in a week is going to be February 22nd. A lot of people said that the two 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 portals going to be a special energy, something special. So. I guess the next week's going to be um, packed with
1: uh, action. Well, j- just pay pay attention to the energies being deployed because, like, I'm reminded of uh, what Dolly said uh, sometime uh, back when uh, the group and Dave was there, and she she was asked about the condition of the energies at the time, and it was very. Chaotic in the sense that all kinds of energies were in play, both highly positive and highly negative. So it was an ideal time to tell, you know, to decide what side you're on. And and the thing is that when you when you're when you're looking at the situation in Canada, and you have the two sides, the the the, the freedom convoy, the truckers, and you have the representatives of the government on the other side. Look at their energies, okay, the truckers, I mean, if anything, they exude love and community and solidarity, and they're backing up each other, and the government is showing panic, 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 panic. So who's going to succeed? I don't care that they can kick and pull a gazillion laws out of their asses if they want, but okay, who is supposed to be in the obedience of these laws? the people driving the trunks, do you think they are going to obey your logs uh, i mean when you invoke the military like if you're in the right if you are there truly is a pandemic on the planet and truly is uh, people need to be vaccinated to protect them from this pandemic do you really need to hide your face <laughs> if it's real i mean do you really need, do you need the military to deny your request for in, uh, military intervention to bring these uh, truckers into control, and there they said, "Nope, you, f- you figure it out. We're not going to attack them." So you're looking at these two sides: one side deeply enmeshed in fear, the others they're they're as happy as can be and they're full of love. Okay, I'm I'm. It's I don't think it's a it's much of a question. Which side is going to win those in fear have very little to to stand on because think about it. One of the reasons or the main reasons they've invested billions of dollars per year controlling the collective thought is because they they rely on the on people's mood to feed themselves and they fed themselves on people's negativity. so that's why newspapers. And uh, news shows constantly focus and they harp on the negative. The negative, the negative, oh, there's a war over here, oh, there's this law over there. I mean, truly, seriously, can anyone remember opening a newspaper and seeing something positive for a change? Yes, there is an article here, an article there, but the majority of the content of newspapers is always bad news. Why? Why do they need us to be focused on that? all the time is that because that's their bread and butter because that's the life force that they feed on well now people are we, we, we're we closing that spigot it's not flowing anymore now our people are people are using a different tactic okay it's going to be love now like all those things that, that they, they were planning to do like they in the seven in whenever this uh illuminati tarot cards were put out i think it was in the 70s they forecasted this trucker uh, strike well it would have been strike a strike because everything that they cultivate is based on negative energy but they took it and they turned it around They, they made it a freedom a move a movement for freedom not a strike so people had the right idea they had positive energy behind it they don't have positive energy. Anything, everything they do is of a negative nature. So how is that going? How do they plan to put that? They make that win.
0: Let me let me, ju- let me yes. jump let me jump in here for a second. Uh, yeah, go unless ahead. you got you got something, Nick.
3: Uh, I was just about to say a uh, couple of the, uh, the guys that I saw filming the protest in uh, Ottawa, uh, they were saying that the energy, the positive energy, is so strong that afterwards after leaving the place you still feel the energy for several hours it literally energizes you positively that's what they reported several of them
0: well interestingly enough yasmin had um she was talking about the the football game the the super bowl but um i scanned that and i there's no there's not going to be any kind of a problem with the super bowl but i thought it was great that Every news outlet was talking about the truckers are going to stop the Super Bowl. And the, the police have shut down the, the highway. And I'm going, well, if you shut down the highway, how the how the fans going to get there? Who Some of them paid over $10,000 a ticket. This doesn't make any sense. So they went into this squirrely screaming and hollering, you know, like somebody had somebody by the tail. And I'm sure the truckers were sitting back laughing about it because they want to see the game what truckers like football you know and they're not so stupid as to fall into a trap you know but the amount of press that they got was considerable and i'm sure a lot of people look who who are the truckers what are they doing and found out about the truckers you know bad bad ad, bad advertising can sometimes be very good bad good advertising so but yasmin said uh, something about remote viewing the truckers well To me, there was not any problem in California, so I immediately went to Canada. And, you know, I I didn't do it right then and there. I waited until I was, you know, in a state to look at it. And remote viewing is not something that you just want to do because it's, you can go to so many different, there's so many different timelines, and you can even end up in different dimensions. It's not something you really want to do unless you are very specific as to where you want to be um believe me i've made the mistakes so i wanted to be able to um kind of get into the heads of the truckers because we had just we had just heard about the uh it's called an emergency declaration but it's a martial law essentially um and at the same time that i heard that uh mark joseph told me that he just got this Somebody sent him something, a post, I don't know what it was, but that fund that they went, no fund me, go fund me, no fund me, go fund me, um, you know, wouldn't send the money to the truckers. They went to, what was it, send, get, I
3: don't know, what, what's that uh, one? Give, send, go. Give, send, go. Give, send, go. Right. Apparently it's a Christian organization. Correct. And um, they were
0: hacked, and everybody who, who put their money into that particular uh, fund, their information was released. Okay, so that's what Mark had just told me. So, you know, I've got these two things in my head, and, my, and at the 3D level, I'm looking at this, and I'm going like, wow. I said, so they they finally are getting a view of what's really happening behind the scenes. There's no denying this. I mean they could shout and say that the the truckers are bad people and doing all this but there I mean there, there's not a person I mean a person who is in that 40% of the people that are kind of on the fence and they could go either way you just threw them all over onto our side because this is this is crazy what you people are, are thinking of doing but it does indicate the uh let's say at least willingness to say they're going to take these actions and if i had been there and i had family there i would have sent them home they don't have guns remember they don't have guns um i would have sent my family home just to protect them but i would have got i would have been in a mindset of i'm going to have to become a warrior here i'm going to have to fight somehow you know so that's that's kind of what I was expecting to see. And it's not good to go in any place expecting to see. So you have to get into a mindset where you wipe that out. You're going in with a blank screen. You know, you don't want to interfere with what you're picking up. So when I, and I focused on the bridge because that's the last thing I was looking at when, you know, so I focused on the, uh, the bridge. And I got there and there was nothing happening there. And I immediately found myself in Ottawa I knew it was Ottawa and I'm not interacting directly with any one person, it was the energy just like you, you just mentioned and I'm going like, whoa these people aren't afraid they're not even concerned it's like if I had to take a word away from it, I'd say it was like okay okay, got it now you just showed your hands you know and nobody has any doubts about what they're doing anymore this is a fight for freedom so i was like really impressed with with the way that they were handling it but then maybe half an hour later 20 minutes i'm watching fox news and they had a woman in ottawa fox correspondent in ottawa exactly at the place that i went to in ottawa now, this is where remote viewing gets kind of interesting in that I, d- d- time doesn't exist when you're doing this remote viewing. T- time is a, 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 a relationship, a place, and space. So I, in the future, was going to see this woman in Ottawa with, amongst all these truckers where there's this amazingly good energy. All right? Well, maybe I went there inadvertently in the remote that I went to that particular she became like an anchor but in the future time frame and I know this is kind of confusing but those people that have listened to us for decades now you can understand what I'm talking about about the the malatability of time and how you have to be really careful about what you're doing but the fact of the matter is is that I didn't have to do a remote on it because I was going to see this particular thing anyway but I did a remote before I ever saw it and I'm telling you it was the same place in the city that I ended up. But she told me something that I certainly didn't pick up when I was there, was that because he declared martial law, the truckers that were out there probably already, or maybe some that didn't weren't even involved yet, were on their way. She was reporting that over four hundred trucks had um said they're on their way to Ottawa. So what he did was he poked the lion one too many times and now the lion is awake like the lion's never been awake before and the lion is truth and truth always wins so it's phenomenal phenomenal
3: the janine spoke uh several times in the past that she believes the real Trudeau was taken out uh, a while ago, and there's it's just a puppet right now that's controlled by the White Hats. And everything he's doing is to get the masses uh, awakened as much as possible. And I was like, okay, I didn't... I mean, I don't get a, a clear intuition as to if this is 100% valid, but I, I see it as a possibility. So I, whenever I look at the situation, I keep this in mind. And last night I was thinking about this. I was like, okay, maybe this is what it is. Maybe he's pulling these dramatic moves um, just to wake the people up. Uh, but there's no way that he's going to succeed because of this positive energy that everybody reports on and, and that the, that you remote viewed. Um, maybe everything he does has absolutely zero traction. It's just... Uh, a stunt to, to await people as much as possible or get people to, to, to pay attention to um, what's really going on and and show the uh, the lies of uh, the MSM
0: Oh yeah I mean he's done a marvelous job if he's a puppet <laughs> and he's done a marvelous job if he's a black hat because it keeps blowing up in their faces they've th- there's too many people that well. <laughs> When they're doing, I mean, over here they do this, the most incredibly stupid things, and, and you go, D- do you believe this? I mean, have you seen where Biden and the others, there was just a, a poll out, and I think it was Democrat on the Democratic side, but it said, is there something that, Bi- t- what has Biden done that you you know has helped you out? And they all said nothing. I mean, like 75% of people said nothing. And then another question was, who would you um, rather see run in, or who would you like to see run in 2024? And their response was, none of the above. (laughs) You know, it was like anybody but Biden. It was a statement that people were adding to it, you know. Uh, There's too many people that are just absolutely, look at 500,000 people a night are listening to CNN. They're all over at Fox, listening to Fox. Listening to people that are in the trucking convoy. Reporters that are there on the ground with the convoy. You know? Trudeau, if you're going to be serious about anything, at least talk, pretend to talk to these people. They didn't even do that.
3: It was no. Been, zero contact. Absolute zero contact. The uh, trucker representatives uh, confirmed this. I think it was yesterday in a press conference. They said... They heard zero, absolutely zero contact with the government. Nobody approached them to discuss anything, nothing, not even uh, nothing, nothing.
0: Yeah, it's like I say, who needs Trump when you got truckers? (laughs) And the fact that, and I mentioned this, is that a good portion of the time that truckers are on the face of the earth, they're in a a cab by themselves. Who are they talking to? I would bet that they have a more likely chance of talking to themselves than other people do. You know, when, you, when you're driving home and, and you, you left the office, you know, you carry on these conversations in your head. I should have said this, you know, what did he say to me? You know, that type of thing. But if you're in a in a truck for a really long period of time, you must be talking to yourself all the time. And I think that maybe truckers are more elevated in their consciousness than a lot of the other, a lot of the rest of us, because we don't have those
3: alone time.
1: Good point. That's a good point. Uh, I want. Well, to come didn't back you on say the... that truckers? Um, so, sorry, didn't you say yeah, that most ahead. of well, the time uh, truckers are in a in a uh in a hypnotic trance state because they spend so many hours looking into the roads so that's like having an army of yogis meditating all the time I'm sure I'm sure but for the right reasons Yeah yeah
0: Yeah and I think that, that because seriously in 3D reality those truckers with their families there and you know the, the dictator of the country telling telling them that they're going to send in Armed police to arrest them and get them out of there and freeze their assets and you'd be scared, but I didn't detect any any fear whatsoever amongst these people when I did the remote and when I was looking at the picture and you know I'm looking at the picture I kind of again again remoted while she was doing it that's why it was a i got drawn to a previous remote um but it's just stunning to me that these people just aren't—they're fearless. <laughs> you know, I—I I don't know it, how anybody's going to fight somebody that's not afraid of anything.
3: This uh, loneliness of the truckers reminds me of something that I realized when uh, cell phones became uh, a common thing. When everybody had a cell phone, I never had a cell phone, so I. I don't know what it is to have a cell phone, but I see people every time I go out in public. I observe, I look at people, everybody's faces in the phone. Everywhere you go, you go to restaurants, you have people sitting at a table. They don't talk to each other. They all look at the phones. And I realize that this is a big distraction. You're constantly distracted by this thing, this technology that you carry in your pocket, and your alone time is, has been invaded Anywhere you go, you don't have that loneliness with yourself to, to just to think, to connect with yourself, to, to hear your intuitive voice or uh, anything coming from within. this is kind of um, put aside because you're constantly distracted by the phone and the truckers, um, they might have been spared from that, that distraction. Uh, it's a good point, Nancy. Maybe they... It, they they developed a um a relationship with themselves a connection that might not be common you know for uh for everybody and and they have a uh, maybe a good understanding of what's going on because of that uh, clear state of mind maybe I don't know I'm just speculating but I yeah I'm seeing the um the link between the people that are constantly distracted and what you've just said that these people have a lot of alone a time which is something i don't see a lot of people having uh, out in public even in, in in parks or in um in nature i've seen advertising that now they have wi-fi in the uh, national parks i mean come on you go out in nature in the national park you want to disconnect from from the craziness of society you want to be in nature you want to connect with nature connect with yourself No, you have Wi-Fi now. You can go there and and stare at your phone instead, standing in the woods with your phone. This is ridiculous, but that's the situation. Kind of crazy.
0: It is crazy.
3: (laughs) But anyway, I think... And I'd like to go back, Nancy, to the poll thing. Uh, I just saw a poll yesterday, last night, um, asking if Trudeau should resign. And 97.5% said yes. 97.5% 97.5%.
1: Wow. Uh, said he should resign. So so ni- those 97% all those people are going to be declared terrorists.
3: Oh, maybe he's going to
1: say so, but
3: <clears throat> I don't know if this is going to have traction. The military said said that it was not going to get involved at the beginning of the trucker thing. They said, no, this is a peaceful protest. We don't we're not going to intervene. This is a police thing. So, yeah, I don't know if, if, if he goes forward the, with the emergency law. I mean, well, he, it's going to be a, militarized police. It's I, not going to be I have another
1: that makes me ask another question. OK, you're. People are concerned of this or that law being passed, right? Okay. Yep. When, yep. You, when you have a law on the books, it's, on, it's only as valuable or as functional as people are willing to obey it. Because if I write a law and five dudes sign it, okay? Oh, yeah, we'd like it. Here you go. Here's my signature, Walter. Here. It oh, oh, let me sign it. Okay. So these five guys... They follow me, they obey me, they love this law, but nobody else does. So what's the use if nobody's going to obey it? Don't you need physical force to enforce a law of that nature? And the providers of that physical force is not are not agreeing. So what's, they can pass any law they want. How useful is it if no one's going to obey it? Yeah, I guess they they're using the uh, the
3: threat of seizing your bank account and cancelling your uh, insurance, you know, if you finance. From what I heard, they say that if you give to the give-and-go to support the trucker, that is considered uh, financially supporting a terrorists, and you are guilty, and they can seize your bank account and cancel your insurance. That's what they said. And well, if but they don't, don't have know, the army to, to uh... enforce
1: it, they'll go with the money. Don't you need a court verdict qualifying them as as a just because you say oh this little old lady selling flowers is a terrorist just because you're saying she's a terrorist you need a that person needs to be subjected to due process where you they're brought to court and they evaluate the uh, no uh, under under the,
0: the under the emerg- <laughs> under the emergency decree those are all suspended that's what it's all about. Is the, is the rule oh. of law is suspended in this emergency same damn thing they did with oh, the COVID okay. lockdown oh we got to suspend all laws because there's a terrible thing out
1: there and oh, that, so if they're suspending all laws that means that any law telling me to do something I don't want to do is, is null and void because they're suspending all laws well Correct. you can, you, you, can ar-
0: you can argue that but I don't think it'll
1: work <laughs> well, wait a minute yeah, I'm suspending all laws, but some laws are valid and others are not. Yeah, uh, they they decide
0: what? they decide which laws they can suspend. Like all your all your uh, uh, personal freedoms, well, they can suspend all that because you wouldn't want people running around thinking for
1: themselves. But last time I checked, population is far bigger than how many how many politicians there are. Call me crazy. I'm just yeah, going back. David, I'm Icke,
3: David Icke David often says uh you know take your calculator out and and calculate you know how many of them how many of us you have your answer
1: especially if the military don't want to get their hands dirty okay good get 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 out of it get out of this and just leave the, the grown-ups deal with it well I'm, I want to link
3: back to uh, something you mentioned on the very first show, Nancy. Uh, you said something about the crown. You know, Canada, the, the prime minister pledges to the queen. And we are some kind of a branch of the crown, of the British crown, the corporation. And I was thinking a couple of days ago that if the London Bridge thing happens, if the queen dies or there's revelations uh, out there, and that uh, the crown goes is no longer because they take the queen out or something is exposed, and there's no more crown. I was thinking that maybe the whole Canadian government has no, like, that the ground's gonna fall under their feet because they they, if whoever they pledge allegiance to is not there, they're not legitimate anymore. So I was wondering. Maybe that's how it's gonna play out. Maybe the London Bridge thing's gonna go. They're gonna expose the royals, and then the crown's gonna fall. And if the crown falls, well, Canada's constitution the whole thing built around that framework is no longer uh, valid. So I've I've posted on uh, several uh, forums on the internet asking people what you think about that, and nobody answered. So I don't know where. You know, if this is possible, but... I'll, I I'll like answer. I
0: think it's brilliant.
3: <laughs> okay?
0: I think it's brilliant. And the, the, the kicker in this is that, according to Ania Avedisian and her sources, which over the years I've had uh, occasion to... No, no, Walt, I have not. Um, oh, okay. The, the uh oh, crap what did what was i thinking what did okay we're talking we we're about, talking okay about the hey, crown Annie, Annie Abadisian. over the yep. years of knowing her she's been she, I've never found her wrong um she says that the queen has already died and this was you know when I first mentioned it she had already told me that the queen had been they had confirmed she was dead but they and so we were you know well when are they going to pull her out? well what if you pull her out you know like next next thursday you know oh the queen died what happens in the midst of this thing you know what what it what, what's going to happen if uh the royal family decides that it's not going to exist anymore i mean we we there's so many you know stories you could lay on with this you know it's amazing dolly did you have yeah, something hello? To say? yes dolly did you have something yeah i can hear you dolly
2: Oh. Oh, did you hear me before? No. Nope. I've been saying hello. Nobody acknowledges. Well, okay. I unplugged it and replugged it. Oh, okay. I wanted to say that back when I was trying to say stuff. Uh the truckers were th- they were threatened with having their children taken away from them. And also, they aren't really alone. They have their CBs, and believe me, they use them. So they, they aren't really all alone. Uh, but I find it admirable that, that when they're being threatened, <coughs> that their children are going to be taken away. They stay calm in the face of all this evil and threats against them and their families. I admire how they're handling themselves. That's what I wanted to say way back then. I'm done.
3: Uh, Someone in chat just wrote that, yeah, New Zealand is in the same position, that if the uh, British crown falls, their uh, framework of of, of constitution and the whole structure of the, the business is falling so. Australia, yeah, that might Australia, be a big Australia,
0: domino. Australia also. They're a crown co- uh, colony, aren't they? I don't think they're. I'm sure they are. Australia, New Zealand. Remember, Ireland broke away from them. India broke away from them. Who else is out there? Come on. Well, you know geography better than I do.
1: <laughs> <laughs> well, they're. There's dozens of islands that fall under... Uh, oh, Bermuda, what you call it, English, yeah. M- M- English rule, yeah. That's true. Mauritius, I mean, there are islands all over the place, that they have some connections, some, connection, some t- ties to the British crown. Wow. Wow.
0: That's interesting.
3: So yeah, maybe in the next uh, week, Uh, things are going to happen or revelations are going to come forth. And, I mean, the London Bridge thing, they they probably have a protocol already in place. You know, if if the Queen dies, they they have all the mechanism ready for a replacement, but maybe revelations are going to come in the way, and that's when the crown and the whole thing is going to go down because of these revelations, and then the Cascade, uh, from England to like Canada New
1: Zealand New Zealand and all the uh, British colonies okay so let me ask you a question Nick yep. because you are obviously more a lot very well informed on this issue okay <clears throat> you have the U- United Kingdom UK who if the royal family no longer exists does that mean does that mean that the territories of Britain, Stop being uh, property of a of a royal family. It's now open for grabs. Can't Can they? Can they, they? All that go back to the the people of Britain, the citizenship of Britain. Can't can't they be considered? Uh, you know, legal owners of the of the territories. Because the the issue is that as long as there's one member alive, somebody can claims proprietorship ship on 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 the prop or the, on the territories, whether it be one island or a hundred island. But if the entire royal family is kaput, okay, that who owns the, all that property? Shouldn't it be the, uh, the ownership of that property should go to the people living on those properties?
3: Yeah, I guess the people born on the uh, yeah in that country. I saw a video a couple of days ago on the Internet about a, um, some kind of a, not a lawsuit, but this legal thing going on about claiming the land from the business and asking for a document um, that was never given, like this original document signed by, I think it was Queen Victoria or something, uh, that would allow the Crown to take possession of, of, uh, of Canada. And apparently someone asked for the original and it's nowhere to be found. So it would be speculation or something like that. And I guess it's all part of the corporation thing. Um, And then once the corporation thing falls, I guess the land's going to go back to whoever was born there. That's going to be interesting to see how they give back to uh, the people, uh, the land and the resources. Because the... That video that I just mentioned, they said that Canada is like the second uh, richest country uh, resources wise something to that effect.
1: Yes, but because population is so sparse compared yeah, to the, uh, the, the territory. They said that if we take the, uh, the value
3: of the resources and we split it equal amongst the 38 million um, population, that we would be uh, millionaires. We would all be millionaires. So I'm, yeah, I feel that maybe that's a possibility, that if the crown falls, the whole uh, corporation thing falls, well, the land goes back to the people, and
1: then the wealth so that's what, is red- that's redistributed. What, that's what they want to avoid uh, declaring the queen dead, because at least that, that gives them a little bit of time to stay in power. That would make sense.
3: Uh, Nancy, have you remote viewed the Queen by any chance? Uh, no. Oh, that doesn't seem like a pleasant thing. No,
0: no, no. If she's who she is, she's got so much protection around her that no remote viewer would get in alive.
3: Okay, so it would be like that uh, remote that you've described, a uh, feeling of uh, absolute fear.
0: Absolutely. <laughs> protecting,
3: uh, protecting. was it the treasure in Oak Island or something?
0: No, th- well, no, that was different. This, th- the, one, the one that um, showed me that was when I was trying to find a device that uh, the government wanted to see what it was, and so I was remote viewing a device, and it was so highly protected that I couldn't get near it. All all I kept seeing was swat stickers and feeling fear like I've never felt in my life. Well, a roller coaster one time got close, but not quite. (laughs) But, uh, no, it's, no, I couldn't, no, I don't even, the thought of even doing so is just repugnant to me. I wouldn't want to be in that energy. And plus the protection she'd have around her. But, I, you know, there's so many images that go through my head when I think of her.
2: Did any of you see the thing on TV? Uh, Maybe it was on the Internet. I can't remember. Uh, But it was Prince Harry in that bimbo he married and uh, uh, the older boy, William, and his wife. William. Him and his wife were standing behind and over to the side of Harry and that Bimbo. <clears throat> and uh, she, I can't so remember, her getting better. I remember her name. I only call her a Bimbo because I can't remember her name. But all of a sudden, she you could see that she was an AI. She was like a robot type being and her head went screwy and to the way back. And then it came up and it, and it turned cockeyed screwy. And, and she turned toward Harry and put her hand on his chest. And then Harry started going all weird and like a, like what I was saying, she is a, a robot. Did any of you see that on the Internet?
0: No, but uh, years ago, years I did not see that. But years ago, there was a, um, a short video of her in a crowd with him, and she was just... Like a robot that had turned off. She was just staring straight ahead, never blinking. It was spru- it was really spooky. I did see that, but I didn't see... Is this a recent thing that you've seen? Did you see this? Yes. Three- yeah, okay. Interesting. No, I didn't see it. I'd like to see it. So anybody out there in chat...
1: Maybe, maybe she didn't get the proper upgrades loaded
3: so she was like maybe windows mode. did those uh, background upgrades that you can't say no <laughs> to and they they messed up the, the os well, like they always do her, her
2: and Harry and uh and william and his wife looked like they were just frozen robots behind them they were blank completely blank to look at their faces so I just, that was kind of unsettling for me.
0: Well, maybe the, so if maybe they be, got jammed. Maybe they got jammed, you know. If they're based on yeah, electronics, they could have gotten jammed.
3: Again, could it be the White Hats uh, showing, slowly showing things to the masses?
0: And that was my second point. Or it could be yeah. that it was staged to show people. So that people are like starkly, like, did I just see that? Now, we would talk about it, but a lot of people would see it, but not talk about it. You know, until somebody said, did you see that? Well, yeah, I did, you know. So it's, it's, it's uh, let's say, um, promoting discourse, discussion, conversation. <laughs> it gets too real. It gets too funny. I mean, we would have never thought this story line up. Oh, we don't know who's robots or who's not robots. At least I wouldn't have, you know. Who's the zombies? <laughs> who's the controlled people who aren't? Who's real? Who's not? Mm.
3: Who's human-looking aliens? Yeah, 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 yep, yeah. yep.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's why we live in such a when it, even when it comes to technology. We live in such a split civilization because, uh, as uh, Alex Collier says, whatever, let's say you money is not an issue to you. You can spend countless amounts of money on anything that you want. Whatever is the latest and greatest technology available for your millions to, you know, for you to buy with your millions. The military, what they have is 50 years ad, more advanced than whatever you're going to buy right now with your millions. That's that's why earlier today I was talking about the, the scalar communications. That's, that's why no one, uh, we have, so, there are so many aficionados and ham radio operators and people that have all kinds of, of uh, technology to play with, and they haven't inter, intersected a single message from the uh, uh, secret Space Force, and you wonder why. Well, because they're not using traditional communications where the a signal, you have to wait so many minutes for a signal to reach uh, Mars. You have so many hours for a signal to re- or reach and come back from Pluto and stuff like that. They don't have to waste their time with that. They use scalar communication, which is instantaneous. So you'll, you're never going to, not with the technology that we have on hand, we are never going to intersect, uh, intercept intercept uh, a, a message by the secret space program. So that's that's one of the biggest uh, dichotomies that we have is that whatever technology we have, these people are like light years ahead of us. Uh, so that's what <laughs> it, it's important that these people be on our side in this sense because it's, uh, uh, for example, the um, Elena. Michael Sala asked Eleanor Dunnan about what happened with the Starlink satellites, that nine out of 40, uh, out of, of, um, there were 50 satellites or so in orbit. Nine of them were shut down. And the information is that it it was a a European faction of the Cabal. They are the ones who uh, used it. The advantage of uh, there was a a geomagnetic storm, very weak, not enough to uh, explain the technical failures, but they used uh, uh, back back, uh, engineered uh, alien technology to use it to destroy the satellites, because according to the information, is that those satellites were going to replace the the network of communication satellites that the Cabal has? Because you know how the media they control all of the the major communications because they own the satellite network. So just, the 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 intention was to have the Starlink come and uh, come and replace or over or uh, overshadow the the old communication satellites. So they're the ones who 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 damage the satellites so they're are they're you working saying, on are saying getting...
0: are you are you saying Elon musk' starlink satellites is that what you're yeah saying? okay i
1: I also thought that he was a he's a suspicious, a suspicious character but uh according according to Alex Collier that he gets well you know he his source of information are the uh andromedans he's actually a whitehead. So, uh, well, the we always
3: guess... we get a weird feeling about this guy. I I'm on the fence. I don't know. He's a tough nut to crack. That Elon Musk uh, character. I
1: maybe I don't he's know. playing a role, so they they think he's a member of the cabal, but he's not. I I don't know what to tell you. Yeah, I, I didn't check it with Benjamin. <laughs> I, I
0: agree with both of you that, that you know it's hard to tell. But my gut feeling is is that he's on the our side. You know, as a matter of fact, you said when you said, "Well, anyway," the phrase that came through my head when when you guys started talking about him was that, you know, "Oh yeah, E.T.s are already here." I think he could be an E.T. in camouflage. We don't know.
1: Well, if he's going to be playing a role among the big guys, he has to. Well, you have to disguise yourself. I mean, if you're going to. Uh, if you're going to be studying a, a herd of animals, don't you don't you disguise yourself as one of them so that you can pass by unnoticed? So he can't be a, a good guy and come across as a super angel because the, the, he's got a walking target on his back. So he's got to play a role and come across as a as a dirt bag. So oh, he's one of us. He's he's okay. He's a dirt bag just like the rest of us. So otherwise, a, he won't get anywhere. <laughs> if he's a white hat.
3: If it's proven in the end that he's a white hat, then he deserves an Oscar (laughs) (laughs) as the the best actor, best than any Hollywood actor out there. Well,
0: if you if you look at the the, some of the main players, okay, for instance, um, Musk himself. This guy, he's putting up his own satellites. He's got his own spaceships going to Mars. I mean, this guy is so far ahead of the curve that he's got to have inside information. One brain can't... Or I won't say can't, but I have seldom seen somebody who was technologically so gifted that also could run a business. He's got, like, skills that... You don't, don't normally see that our excellent skills all in one human being. I've often wondered what planet is this dude from. So you know, and, and the other thing is, is that uh, behind, behind essentially behind any of these from Facebook, you to all of them, there was inside information, and the people that were put out there to you know kind of be the leaders, the ones that did it. It's questionable whether they could have. It's like Zuckerberg,
3: <laughs>
0: Zuckerberg. You know, I've heard reports that he no, he this all was given to him.
3: He couldn't. Yeah, same do with himself. Bill Gates and Bill Gates. I heard that. Yeah. yeah, Bill Gates, Zuckerberg, and recently, um, I saw a documentary on Star Wars, like the early Star Wars movies, and. Um, some intuitive hunch came to me regarding george lucas and i feel now that he might have not written star wars it was given to him he was put in position just like zuckerberg and bill gates that's what came to me i have no proof but that's what i feel intuitively this thing came to me and i was like okay because there's a lot of truth in that star wars thing i mean the it's like the Matrix movies. You look at them now, and, and it's like more of a documentary than a fiction, fictional movie.
0: That is absolutely true. Okay, so unless somebody's got something to say right now, let's take a three-minute break here. And um, it's Smiling Faces, The Undisputed Truths. And welcome back to the Cosmic Reality Radio Show. It's February 15th, 2022. My name is Nancy Hopkins. With me is Walt Silva, Dolly Howard, and Nicholas D. Um, did Dolly come back? I didn't even look at the Skype. She was thinking that... You still here? I'm here. Oh, okay, great. I'm here. Great, 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 great. great. Yes. Okay. All right, good. Did you have anything you wanted to start out with?
2: Uh, n- n- No, not really Just to tell people If they get this crud Please take it easy on yourself Don't beat yourself up Because you got it It happens yep. I, I know someone Who was who beating themselves up Because they thought They were so imp- impervious To anything like this and uh, didn't do any good for them to sit there and beat themselves up <laughs>
0: um i
2: yeah i ahead. would
3: have a question for dolly go ahead um last night when i heard about trudeau and the uh, emergent emergency law um this kind of resonated into like what i perceive as a past life trauma um, I, I said uh, in, in a previous show that I feel I had a um, I might have an incarnation during the French Inquisition and it, it didn't end well for me because I spoke out uh, about the powers that be and yesterday when I heard about the emergency law it kind of brought back that fear again in, in me it's like this unconscious fear. And uh, I was trying to ground myself and not feel uh, overwhelmed by by this, like, illogical fear that just takes over for a few seconds. And I was thinking of Dolly and uh, her fear of snakes. And I was wondering, Dolly, do you have those episodes when you, you feel that fear coming back when you see a snake? And if you do, how do you ground yourself back into reality outside of this fear? Uh,
2: I haven't seen one in a long time. I hope this doesn't mean I will be. Um, but when I see him, I just go into complete, uh, unadulterated, pure panic. I have no thoughts other than snake and. And I yell it, and everyone in within three or four miles here that I'm seeing a snake <laughs> i I have no way that I've been able to curb it, and I don't even want to go there. I just want to avoid any and all snakes. Did that answer your question
3: yeah, but when when it happens, um. Once the uh, initial fear starts to subside, how do you get back to grounding yourself? Do you have a a special meditation or something that you do? Nope.
2: You just let it it wear off. Takes it takes yeah it takes me a while because the terror is so deep seated in me, and I have to. It just I just have to let it go away, and it takes a while I, I there's no way I can meditate uh if I try to meditate, all I see is snakes. There is no way I can just <clears throat> just try to work my way out of remembering that I saw it it, it it's I saw it it was there. Uh, I just—it's just the thing that that I have to try to to live
3: with, because that's just the way it is with me. Nancy, do you have some of those fears from past life uh, traumas? No. (laughs) I I
0: just—you know. Because I came in, I came in in an interesting way in that I learned pretty quickly that you know the karma thing and all that you know didn't apply to me. And the reason is it doesn't apply to anybody. If you accept it as being part of your reality, then the karma from somebody you weren't even you know aware of in your reality you know until after they had developed the karma ah none of that made sense to me. So I just it's not been part of my Let's say my psyche. It's not to say I don't have something that you know I could somehow, you know, weakness in my body, my profile and stuff. But in my head, no. I I look at things like that, and uh, you know, I I don't remember any anything that has ever triggered me. Like I see her get triggered. Oh my god!
3: <laughs> oh my god! It's just uh, a, I kind of got. Yeah, go ahead.
0: No, it's it's sad because you know she she gets so triggered and there, there isn't any I, there isn't anything you can say to her. I've been there when she you know it was, it was virtually happening, <laughs> and uh, you know there's nothing you can say to her because she's just in in this uncontrollable fear.
3: I so relate to that because I seem to have this uh, a similar trauma from past life or. S- something happened, something major happened. And, and when I was watching, uh, listening to Trudeau, well, when I heard about the emergency law last night, uh, I, it kind of uh, resonated into that fear a little bit. And I was like, okay, first of all, I don't consent to this. And I was thinking about the collapsing, uh, collapsing the wave. And I was thinking about what you said about collapsing the wave, saying no and trying to collapse it. And I wrote down, actually, I wrote down a personal decree that I posted in chat claiming my sovereignty and that I was not, uh, that I did not consent into this. It was my way of uh, grounding myself back here in reality outside of that uh, irrational fear that just takes over and it's it's exactly what it is. It's irrational. There is no it's so deep that you have. It's just overwhelming, It's like Dolly described it.
0: Well, what which what I saw that post, and I, I'm so glad you brought it up because I was wanting to talk about it. Do you have it in front of you, or can you pull it up quickly? It's probably from Saturday that you put it in there, sometime after Saturday. Um, but yeah, you got a whole day's worth of postings there today. Do you? Hello? Are you muted? You're muted.
3: Okay. Yep, I have it in front of me right now.
0: Okay. Do you? Well, you posted it, so you wanted to share it, so you want to read it? Yep. Okay. Yep.
3: Good. I'll. Uh, oops. Let me just enlarge the window. Okay. Can you hear me?
0: Yes. Yes. Go.
3: Okay. So, um just have to scroll back. The window just it itself. Sorry. Here we go. Personal decree. I state at this time that I am a 100% sovereign being with free will, as per my God-given birthright. And I state that I do not consent to any violations of my sovereignty, free free will, and or my freedom in any way, shape, or form. I call upon all of God's archangels responsible to maintain and enforce these universal laws in my reality to come forward now and to immediately rectify any violations of my God-given birthrights by removing from my reality any violators of these universal laws. And And so it is said, and so it is, and so it is said, and so it is, and so it is said, and so it is. I just felt like claiming my sovereignty through a decree, because I find decrees are powerful. I just feel this power emanating when you just put it in words, you write it down or you say it out loud. I feel some kind of empowerment, and I thought it was a way of um, doing this collapsing of the wave thing that you described in, in, in previous shows. It's like, I say, no, no, I not in my reality. This whole uh, going full Adolf Hitler thing of, of martial law. And I mean, the, the lawyers I was listening to earlier today, they compared what Trudeau's doing now with stuff Hitler did. And it was like, like almost the same strategy. So it's, I'm saying no, 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 no. Hence the, uh, the, the decree. Yeah, uh,
0: it, that that's that's the thing is that you know if you don't know history you're you're gonna repeat it, and I know history as as so many others do, and it's like it's it's like you, we've gone into some kind of a circle and we're back to where we started in the last you know fifty years ago or however long it has been, but I felt very much aware that my life in this. Nancy Hopkins' body and and the path I'm on um, was directly linked to George Patton who knew that they had lost the war. We lost World War II. We didn't realize we'd lost it. This is Derek sending me pictures and I hope he stops in a minute. (laughs) Um, So yes, I feel that a lot of people who are... Alive now, whether they realize it like I have, um, have come back. You know, we got taken. We got taken. We were told that the German people were the evildoers. And no, it wasn't. they, They were, the German people were as much victims as we were. And when you realize that you, you know, you missed the target. I mean, 20,000 of the top SS soldiers in Germany disappeared after World War II. You know, 1,500 scientists were taken over here in Paperclip, a program to take these nasty scientists and bring them over here to the United States and the Soviet Union, well, the Russian at the time, Soviet so, what was this? I think it was... The rest <laughs> went
1: to the South Pole.
0: And some went to the, well, the yeah, the rest of them probably went. Well, and no, not only the South Pole, but they infiltrated America. Um, now, this this is one of those things that I found out very, very early in the game. And it's such an interesting story because I was a reserve officer in the Army. And one of my sergeants came up to me one day. And he said, I think you should read this book. And he handed me this book. And it was about the Bohemian Grove. Very small book. The Bohemian Grove is a place in California where, in the Redwood area, where they have these ceremonies throughout the year. Not many of them, a couple, maybe maybe more. Um, and people of all sorts of Roles in society from, you know, princes and, and industrial maggots, all, all sorts of politicians. They end up going there. Not all the time, but it seems like you, I think you've got to get invited. But anyway, so you've got this secret, spooky group of people that seem to be in the ceremonies worshiping an owl. And everything is secret, secret, secret. But this one guy um, started researching it, and it, you know, just like a lot of secrets, right in plain sight. And once you understand what you're looking for, you see it. A lot of the information that he got was available. Uh, in, in, you know, just free, just putting it together. Oh, look at this, you know, because they weren't, they, they hide in plain sight. Let me put it to you that way, like the uh, economic forum. That, that's, you know. Unbelievably nasty group of people. Uh, as a matter of fact, a lot of the politicians in Canada are members of the, that group. Um, but when you've got a situation like we have now, where we've got the the truckers out there, my feeling is that they are incarnated from souls that fought World War II and are still on mission. Now we know who the enemy is. And one of the things that I've learned that Patton would never have you know, agreed to was that if you have to reach for a weapon, you've lost the war. So they may have taken over the narrative of World War II, uh, you know, scamming <laughs> millions of people. But in this lifetime, and and maybe it is because so many people just understood it right at the end. Oh, my God. You know, there's something very evil here. I know a lot of military people at that time did. Patton, of course, did. He was vocal about it, and he died for it. But there were a lot of other people because you start getting the... uh what we call the White Hats or the Patriots, you have, you start getting them coming coming together in the 50s. So by the time that John Kennedy comes along in the 60s, uh, they think that they have identified the enemy and could take action through having Kennedy as the President of the United States, the figurehead. Um, same situation Trump is in, or Trump was in. And so, but they vastly underestimated the powers of these people. And, I mean, Kennedy got out there when they realized that they were probably a little over their heads and did the uh, secret uh, speech where he warned uh, the whole world of secret organizations behind the scenes and told the mass media that they were the ones that were going to have to be responsible for telling the truth, uh, unbeknownst to him, the mass media was part of the organization anyway. Um, so it was a, it was, it was doomed. Uh, that's that's for sure. But in the meantime, they learned from that, and so. They waited all these decades before they felt that they knew enough. And I think it was because we really had to wait for the internet to develop. Because where it all started coming together and, and working was when the anonymous group were con- gotten, gotten to the, well, uh, Snowden uh, was the NSA, he was again a front man, There's a lot more people involved in it than just he, but when he approached the anonymous group of hackers, just, you know, people that were free thinkers, looking at technology and life with the ability to observe it more so than to, you know, judge it. Just, you know, it's the type of way that those kind of people look at life, and so, when they got together and they realized, oh, wow, it's deeper and darker than any of us thought because of what Snowden had released, then they were able to get behind the scenes to see what was happening. You got front people out there, but they were able to get behind it. And they also were able to get into the same kind of information that was being used to blackmail a lot of people. You know, so um, it's a progression of awakening on levels that we just can't even fully grasp. But boy, there's going to be books written about how all this came together. And I've, I've said this before, is that we're all on different paths. It's like we we see the ending. We see where we want to go. There's a beach in front of us. We're all waves getting there and we all get there in a different way. But just because I might tell you that Walt and I saved the world a number of times, it doesn't mean we didn't. It means that we did, and maybe somebody else did too on another on storyline. Um, we've just got to be flexible, but the key is to the way that you're going through life. You know, stay positive. And I know we say that, and it sounds so difficult because you got all these... And I, I totally understand that it is difficult. But... It doesn't have to be difficult. You just have to get into a, to a mind state that says, I'm not in this alone. There's a whole bunch of other people going through this with me. We are powerful beings. And we can all just learn and be as long as the fundamental frequency that we're putting out is one of, of joy and love. And I'll tell you that I think that before you can get to that state of joy and love, you have to go to a state of trust. And that's not blind trust. That's not on faith. That's not that what I'm talking about. It's a trust that you get from experiencing. That you find people who never lie to you. We don't lie to you. We might tell you stories that turn out to be not true, but we never lie to you. We never tell you we have the truth. We have a version of the truth. We have a version of a story. But we don't have the ability yet to actually know from a standpoint of knowing You know all of the intricacies. We have it. We just haven't unlocked it because we have to have experiences to unlock these, these different levels of knowingness. But pay attention to your life, the details of your life, and look at things that, you know, okay you you bump a glass and it's about to fall on the floor and somehow or another you manage to catch it. Did you catch it by yourself? Or were you helped? Was there somebody else there that slowed it down just long enough? You know? You take the right instead of the left and and, and miss an accident. If you you haven't been in an accident, you're probably missing a lot of them. You just don't know about it because you missed them. So I just, you know, turn it over to us guys and say, hey, look, at we can do all this. It's not that hard. We've got, somebody said to me, you know, what are we going to replace the systems with? And the systems are not that difficult to replace. It's like, let's look at the medical profession, you know, the system. Why is it going wrong? Because the pharmaceutical companies are involved in it. They, they they pay the advertising to control the uh, commercials, to control the power, uh, get power over the media. They control the doctors by owning the hospitals and telling the doctors that if they don't do standard of care, then they can be legally sued. But if a symptom fits the standard of care, you follow that, even if the standard of care doesn't seem to be helping the person at all because you don't want to get sued this kind of mentality all you have to do is get rid of the pharmaceutical companies you know it's the, the doctors and the nurses they're not pervert people they're being controlled so there's there's ways of cha- changing things very very quickly if, if more people listened to Walt and me and D- Derek and others of us talking enterology, there would be massive changes in the technological basis of the world I mean, we're just giving you Tesla and Reif and, you know, uh, Wilhelm Reich. That's all we're doing. And Cater, Joseph Cater. (laughs) Yeah. Anyway, I'm kind of babbling here. Does anybody want to jump in? Yeah,
3: You've just raised an interesting point. I I wanted to. Oh. Go ahead, Dolly.
2: Well I Dolly? wanted to say something when Nancy said look at your look hello Hello
0: Yes hello? yes 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 go ahead Dolly Oh okay
2: Well when Nancy was saying look at your life <clears throat> that reminded me of of uh, uh, at an earlier age than I am now <laughs> a lot earlier life um I was looking at my life and wondering, what is it I have done? What can I do with the knowledge that I have learned so far in my life? And the more I looked at it and the harder I looked at it, I could see everything, everything I have done in my life has led to the next step in my life. It's like I was building a ladder. (coughs) I was building a ladder one rung at a time, and I couldn't move forward unless I built the next rung in the step. So I had to go one step at a time and everything I did in my life built on the next step in my life. And if I challenge y'all, look at your lives. I mean, really look at them, study them. Look, look where you've been. Look what you did after this step. Look what you did after that. And And see, you are building your life with every breath you take. And it's kind of exciting when you stop and think about it because you can make the ladder go any direction you want it to. You can make it go up three steps and then it goes flat over 10 steps and then it goes up 20 steps and then you can come back to the other direction. You, you can, you're you building your life a breath at a time and you can make it go any direction you want to. And I just wanted to
3: share that with with y'all.
0: kind I thank you for that. Go ahead, Nick.
3: Yeah, uh, Dolly, do you find that um, intuition and inner guidance was the silver lining? Uh, I... Like these different events in your life that you felt were um, (laughs) divinely orchestrated. Why did you follow these uh, breadcrumbs from the universe?
2: I always, always believed in God, Jesus, angels. I always believed in them. And so I never had any doubt uh, about them. So uh, when I, the times that I would notice somebody saying something to me was uh, when I would be going in a wrong direction or I would be going in the wrong direction and everything, uh, I was butting into walls. Every half a step i take, I was butting into a wall. No, you can't do this. No, you can't can't do that. No, we're not going to let you do this. Um, And it was people, in the real world people, that were telling me the nose that were putting the the buttresses up in front of me. And then I would stop, and, and I'd listen, and I'd hear the voice saying, we've been trying to get your attention. You need to think about this in a different way. And that's when I knew, oh, oh, they're guiding me, but I was ignoring them. And it's to my benefit if I listen. Did that answer your question?
3: Yeah, so you have your uh, intuitive inner knowing, but you have the posse as well. Is that what you're saying? The posse is talking to you? Not the posse
2: uh, <clears throat> I didn't have the posse until just lately um, it's my my guides my guardian angel the ones who have been with me forever not just in this lifetime but forever wherever I've been it's uh, I have like I have a group. Who's with me who helps me all the time. I don't and know do how you, else to explain
3: them. Do they talk to you? Do you do you hear them? Yeah. Okay, yeah. and they're the ones oh, you telling to, you to pay attention to certain things?
2: Yes. They would they make strong suggestions. <laughs> like when I'm butting my head against the wall and I'm and I'm saying, "Oh, I should be able to do this." What the heck's the matter here? And I keep trying, and then all of a sudden I I realize, Well oh, you stupid shit! You should be listening." <laughs> they don't evidently don't want you to do that because it'll hurt you. So um, I do hear them. Um, I just always have. I. I I haven't really questioned those ones because they've been with me ever since my existence started. They've always been
3: with me. And and they respect your free will. They point to a direction, but they don't force you. Is that what you're saying?
2: Correct. They don't okay. ever force me to uh, do anything. They make suggestions. You might want to look at it. A different way. See so they don't tell me. You need to do this different. They just give me a suggestion. You might want to. Look at this. In a different way. And if they say that to me. I know doggone right. I I need to look at at it. A different way. So. If 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 you you just listen.
1: listen If you don't listen to them. They get a kick out of watching stuff blow up. Well, if you don't listen,
2: you pay. (laughs) Yeah.
1: (laughs) Isn't Uh, it where the saying uh, uh,
3: "learning the hard way" comes from?
2: Yeah, I think so. I've done that quite a bit in my life. (laughs) But they, what I appreciate so much about them is, they do let me learn in my way. They are there to help me, to protect me. If I get in too big of a deal, they're, they'll pull me out. And I know they will. Uh, it's happened before. <coughs> they, um, I lost my train of thought. Just boom, I lost my train of thought. I just know if you trust it. If you trust in God, you trust. You're part of God. God loves you. He's going to take care of you. He has created beings to do just that—to take care of us and to help us through this life. But what I appreciate is they let me uh, learn it the hard way. They don't jump in and. And say, well, you silly girl, we're going to help you through this because you're not doing this right. They let me do it the hard way. They let me take my knock as long as it's not going to per- permanently hurt me. They won't allow something to permanently hurt me.
3: So they <clears throat> they respect your free will and they don't impose mandates on you. <laughs> Correct. The the point I wanted to make earlier uh, when Nancy was talking about uh, trust and blind faith is, is similar to what you just said, uh, Dolly, that, you know, when you feel the uh, inner guidance, you trust. And if you don't listen to, to the inner guidance, to the uh, intuitive voice guiding you, if you don't hear it, uh, you just follow uh, blind faith, you know, what the government is saying. Uh, Well, you've been exploited by the government, uh, exploiting your blind faith. It's again, I find it's a a point of separation right now of, of what we're seeing. You know, people who you have the clear separation between people who know, who feel that there's a big hoax going on in the world right now. They somehow know it intuitively. And then on the other side, you have all these people. Um, who have no clue who just follow blindly the government and believe the whole thing um, again it's I find it's 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 a good thing to listen to your inner guidance the voice of intuition just like what you described Ali you just feel you follow um, the guidance within I mean you have you get to hear your angels on top of the intuition you have your angels guiding you I mean I don't hear my angels talking to me. I feel their presence sometimes, um, but I don't hear them talking to me like like you. Uh, you have a, like an extra layer of guidance. Do you talk to them? Oh, I do. Yeah, I often. Yeah, I often ask for help or guidance, and uh, yeah. But, but do you... sometimes I feel their presence. <laughs> I mean,
0: because. I mean, do you actually sit down and say, "Um, "I'd like to have a conversation with you"? Have have you ever approached it that way?
3: I tried, but I don't seem to have the direct, uh, direct communication line like Dolly has, like this instant response of of hearing it. I I seem to have a knack to pick up on um, synchronicities. The, the universe talks to me, often responds in, in synchronicities.
0: Yeah, but you, you don't need just the synchronicities, you know. I mean, because they're always, they're willing to communicate. But what I think happens to most people is you put out a question, but you don't give it enough time for your brain to, to, to tune itself to the answer. Okay. Now, the reason I to say to be that, able to process. Well, when I when uh, Andrew, the hurricane Andrew came, it did tremendous uh, destruction all over the place. I was talking to the mother tree in the yard, and I was like, "I'm so sorry that so many of your, you know, all these these trees are down and blah blah blah," and. Um, You know, I walked away and I was like probably eight, ten feet away when I heard this voice in my head say, you know, don't worry about it because the trees that went down, their energy is just now within another tree, within the tree weave. So, but it took this, this amazing amount of time. So I learned that if I'm going to communicate with nature, sometimes there's a delay. In how they can, that I, see, I, at first I thought it was, they were slow. I don't think it is. I think it is that we have to certainly like keep ourselves open to the frequency and allow whatever voice comes in instead of going about our business and forgetting what we just tried to do. Does that make sense?
1: Yeah. Get out of your heads. Yeah, that's the problem of- with humans. We we're always so busy in our heads. There's no room for anything else. Mm-hmm.
2: And you gotta look for things. Um, sometimes they don't just come out out and answer. <clears throat> they show you different signs. Uh, you'll ask a question, and then the next day you're. Th- Thinking, ah, oh, they don't answer me. They never listen to me. Yeah, blah, 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 blah. well, then the next day you're walking down the, into a store, and all of a sudden you hear a little girl singing this song, and you hear the words, and you say, "Oh, for goodness sake, there's my answer."
1: Look for your yeah. answers.
2: Yeah, like that. Not synchronicity
1: for, for you. They call it synchronicity, that what we call serendipity in our ignorance.
3: Yeah, that's one of uh, those things that they didn't taught in school. <laughs> they don't want you to learn that in school.
1: Did you read did you, how how to read and get a feel for synchronicities? Did you do you get now? And all of this is happening: Trudeau here, Biden over there, the Queen over there. Okay, we, we're talking about all these players, right? The the Freedom Convoy, and all of that is valid. All of that is. Is right up there and on our face. But did you notice that in all of these scenarios, there is one, there is a the the real battleground, the front of this war, where the actual war is actually playing itself out, is in the in the schools, grammar schools and high schools. That's where the actual war is happening. It's not in the street. It's not with the truckers. It's not us talking about, you know, politicians. That's, that's where it is, that's where the real, where the, the minds of the young ones that have come here that are very advanced, are having to contend with the old programming. Look at how, if you, don't, if, you don't think, if you don't think that's true, look at how just the simple teaching of math was altered. It used to be simple and straightforward, anybody could could do math. And then they changed it to some machine like Uh, I I was shown the structure of what they were changing math to. And it was assembler language. I said, what, you're teaching kids assembler language? And I I realized, "Oh, okay, they're programming the future generations for some kind of transhuman agenda or something. So I realized this is a serious war and it's happening in real time. And there are kids that are waking up they're saying, no, we don't want this. So that's, that's what the actual war front. It's in the schools.
3: And it reminds me of uh, Mickey Klon and the, uh, the fight that she's uh, doing right now with the uh, surety bonds thing. There uh, you have it. She, she so- just reported um, that many have been served uh, recently and things are moving forward some mandates uh, are are being dropped and by school boards because they've been served and they're they have no choice. They 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 drop the mandates or they they personally uh, they're personally liable for a million dollars or so. So yeah, yeah. these
1: board members that's are feeling the heat. Yeah, that's why it's no joke that so many parents are taking their kids out of school because they they see what's going on if you want to save the mind of your child, do not send the child to school because that's really going to mess them up because they are being taught things that make absolutely no sense. Like gender, gender identity is like like fluid gender. It's like what, what are they, even before the the children already know what they are, even before they're being born. So don't try to program them, program them into something they're not, because they already know. Look, look at uh, the, the the simple thing uh, in in the last show uh, when Nancy's mother <laughs> told her that she had ten kids and all of them have ten different personalities. Same parents, same environment, same everything, but each ten, each of the ten children children have a unique personality. So. It there are things that come from before birth that have nothing to do with what the schools are doing. So to me that's in the, that that business of oh fluid gender identity and all that, that's that's indoctrination. They don't need to be taught that. They already know what they are. So it, it that that's this is a is a battlefield. And I do hope that all the kids win out. Because this 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 is really. But
2: did stupid. you see where the where the kids? There was one boy boy who was being the representative. They were they were talking with him. They have told the teachers, "No, we will not wear masks anymore." No, and so I haven't heard any more on it. I just saw the little boy. Uh, interviewed a couple times. He's a teenager. He's not a little, little boy. But uh, I think it was Tucker who interviewed him, asked him, well, do you have any backing? And uh, he said, oh, yeah, the kids are, the kids, and a lot of the teachers are secretly backing him them. So uh, I'm just so proud of the children today. For taking yeah. a stand like that and saying you're not messing with me anymore I've had enough
0: well you know I'm very it, proud as you guys were um, talking it made me think yeah. of something do you remember a while back when you uh, Walt were talking about how uh there were they were trying to have miscarriages to keep the light workers from coming through and being born do yeah you remember, uh-huh. you, you remember that uh, Andrew
1: barsis is yeah Andrew barsis is the one who spoke about it
0: Right. So, what was happening is that uh, kids that weren't carrying the light signature were, were allowed to be born or very close to when they can't interfere. And then you had a, a soul transfer. That's what we were talking about at that time. But what mm-hmm. if that wasn't enough? What if that failed? Because obviously it failed because we know about it, right? What if that failed? What if this concept of keeping the kids masked is actually what they're after to keep the light workers from? Getting into any kind of cognitive development that will allow them to see their mission,
3: it's and soul. from
2: keep on recognizing each other. Yes.
3: It's yeah. yeah it's probably part I of a whole so. bunch of things they're doing to prevent uh, the awakening of these of these souls uh, incarnating at this time. Uh, this reminds me of uh, Dolores Cannon's book, uh, The Three Waves of uh, Volunteers. And she says, uh, sh- she talks about the, uh, the indigos and the crystal children, and the indigos being the, uh, the ones, uh, like my generation, coming in and uh, trying to um, break the system. And the crystal children... The, which would be the, the, the ones that we're talking about now, the young ones who are going to be the ones putting up the new system once we crumble the old one, once the old system crumbles. And yeah, I feel the, they're the target of all that masking and all that stuff. Um, a lot of stuff is being thrown at them. You know, the, all the ADHD thing, um, a Ritalin, Uh, you know big pharma pumping all these chemicals
1: into these kids Um, yeah dr costa spoke against that drugging your kids i mean when i was going to his lectures back in 2005 he was telling all the all the people in the in the lecture hall don't drug up your kids because they're 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 saying oh they, they have a Attention deficit disorder. He says no, they don't have attention deficit. What happened is that they have very high frequency. These kids are coming in with a very high frequency. They're they're already uh, perceiving, and some are already witnessing the fourth density, the fourth dimension. So they don't have attention deficit. Is that the, everybody is too slow compared to them? So and the, and, the, and parents are doing the worst thing. They're drugging up their kids. So he, he, now this, now this is 2005, so look how far back this thing goes.
0: Well, now we have a clue as to why they're so stupidly requiring these masks for the kids. Uh, the Super Bowl, I mean, uh, Fox went off on all these, you know, these 70,000 fans. They were, had no masks on, all adults, and yet the next day in the same city, the children had to go to school with masks on. You know the hypocrisy of it all, but now you know if, if that's if that's their game, which you know kind of makes sense because the damage being done to kids is is profound. Um, this is definitely a spiritual battle. Hey. <laughs> yeah.
3: yeah, and it it again it yeah. shows the two sides of the coin. Uh, I mean, I saw these uh, Super Bowl images like the crowd. The images of the crowd I saw, nobody was wearing a mask. So it just doesn't no, make no, sense.
0: No, and they were, it was mandatory that they do wear a mask in the stadium. And as they went in, they were given masks, and it was the one 12 or whatever it is, the one that really seems to be the one that could work, but it doesn't because, oh, anyway. Um, but, and nobody put them on. So, you know, there you go you got these people who are just saying, no, no more. And yet their kids are being forced to wear these masks. I I can't imagine a parent allowing their child to go to that school. I don't care what they had to do. There's no
2: way in hell my child would be forced to wear a mask. Of course, I'm one of the mothers that tied themselves to the bus.
3: Speaking, speaking of the uh, Super Bowl, has anyone seen the uh the halftime show? I did. I've I've watched it online no. and uh. I didn't see um like overt symbolism or anything major. What was your take on it, Nancy?
0: Well, I, I, I was thinking of David Wilcock. He was the guy that goes and finds all these symbolisms. I never seemed to seem to see the symbolism, so I can't, I can't answer that, you know, honestly. But um, first off, it might be my generation, but it was hip-hop and rap, and I didn't understand one word of what they were screaming, saying, or shouting. I have no idea what they said. I thought it was a bizarre setup in that they had... The set was
3: closed to half of the stadium. Did you notice? Oh, you yeah, said- I noticed. That was bizarre. I was thinking, okay, so half of the audience they is this- out to see the show on the giant screen. I guess because they saw like the back of the uh, the thing. Yeah, the, they were- the way it was set yeah, up. Yeah,
0: yeah. The the people were dancing inside these rooms, but there was a back wall, so anybody on that side of the stadium didn't even see it. And I thought, well, that is really peculiar. So, I mean, you know, it, to me it was like I didn't see white hat energy, I didn't see black hat energy, I just saw a very peculiar shouting and yelling and screaming and I don't don't know what they were saying. <laughs> <laughs> just so to, the I, celebrating I think it with was the, on with
2: Nancy major- Drew that I saw it, but they said it's, it's the people who are... Going to be involved in the show uh, that are going to be making the difference on this because they said the people that were doing the show uh, I I don't know who, who Snoop Dogg somebody called the dog and I and I know Eminem. Uh, they said M&M was the worst, but these are very satanic people. And that's what was going to matter during the show was the people who were doing it. And that one of these peoples, I don't know which one, was supposed to be a hologram. Did you notice a hologram, Nancy?
0: No, but I honestly wasn't really watching it because I didn't like it. I wasn't being compelled to watch it. It was like I'd, I'd look at it, and then the next thing I'd know, I'd be doing something, talking to the dog. talking. I mean, it was just like it didn't draw me in, whatever it was.
1: So they weren't celebrating a big success of the Cabell, anywhere? I don't know. I don't know what they were saying.
3: Well, it, to me, it wasn't obvious as previous uh, halftime shows. I mean, I've watched a few of them on YouTube. I've never watched a Super Bowl in my life. But in my research, I came across some of these videos that, I mean, once you see it, you can't unsee it. You see it everywhere. And last night, I just didn't see any anything just anything jumped out at me uh, as obviously satanic or like big cabal message. I thought that the uh, everything being white the whole set the rooms the um, there was a big mixing board a piano everything was white. Oh well, that's pure a good white. point. Yeah. Yeah, so that's true. I think there was a message there in in everything being white. And was that was that underneath
0: them like a like a rug type of thing was that city blocks was that what that was supposed to represent?
3: I think, yeah, I think it was some kind of satellite picture of, of uh, a uh, city or something. That's how it looked to me. Yeah. Okay,
0: we're at the last uh, minute here of the show. Do you, uh, Dolly, you want to say good night? Good night, y'all.
2: It was good being back with, with you. Thanks, Nancy.
0: Okay, glad you were good enough at least to come back. Um do you want to say goodnight there um my friend Nicholas?
3: Yeah, thanks for having me again. It's always fun to talk with you guys and uh let's uh collapse that wave of negativity and uh get those personal decrees out to claim our sovereignty. It's our god-given birthright and uh I do not consent to this negativity.
1: Thank you and Walt. Good night, everyone, and Dolly, thank you for, for making the effort of being here with us. Good night.
0: Yes, I deeply appreciate it. Um, tomorrow we've got Radio 5G, anybody out there, and uh, seriously, the Cosmic Reality, if you like reality sci-fi, the Chronicles, it'll be on, well, it'll be in the archives in a couple of, maybe tomorrow. Anyway, everybody be safe.
1: Unknown,
0: You have been listening to the Cosmic Reality Radio Show Produced by Cosmic Reality Radio Thank you for listening
3: Choose your heart,